Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome back to another episode of Moms of Minis podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Lindsay. And I'm Sophia. And thank you for joining us for episode eight. So hopefully you are all caught up on season two already. If not, pause right here, go back, catch up, and catch up on season one too. You know, just yeah. just run the gamut. Um, <laughs> but today we are going to be talking about something that I think probably everybody has at least had some experience with, and that is multi-level marketing, aka pyramid schemes. <laughs> We, we have some thoughts, we have some opinions, but first self-care. So Miss Sophia, you have been crazy busy doing home renovations, scouring the state for campers, homesteading. Yes. How, how do you fit in self-care? Oh my gosh. Well, luckily my husband just got off his like crazy two month workload. So I've actually like this whole week has kind of been my self-care week because I'm like, all right, you can be home with our toddler. I'm going to treat myself. So today I actually made an appointment for a wellness IV. Ooh, tell me about that. How did it go? Yeah. What did it, it entail? Really good. Um, well, first and foremost, I just have to shout out Mariposa let's see what is it like medical spa i believe they call it here yeah, in santa fe new mexico because they not only have all these amazing services but they're a family-run business and one of the gals is a female veteran like myself and they allow your kids to come to the appointments and have toys there and books and that just, oh, it just makes me so happy because literally nowhere has that, especially not in Santa Fe. Seriously. So, yeah. So, you know, maybe I have an idea for a, you know, a little baby shower gift for a certain somebody. <laughs> and if she can't fit it in her schedule, she can bring her toddler. But, you know. I would love that. See. I would love that yeah. so much. Or even, like, yeah. postpartum, then I can get my Botox. <laughs> exactly. That, too. Yeah, I got baby Botox for the first time, too. So. Oh, where'd you get it? How do you feel? Well, I just planned to do it on my forehead, and then I ended up also getting a lip flip. So I got two injections, like, kind of right underneath my nostrils. And that'll kind of help from my smile being so gummy, apparently. Oh. <laughs> like, it kind of, like, numbs your your uh, lips so you don't have, like, a gummy smile, which I do. So, kind of excited. It was not bad. didn't hurt at all. It was, like, literally, like, 30 seconds, if not shorter. And, yeah, I should see the results in two weeks. So... We'll see. I took before and at, well, I took before and after video, but I took a before video of how my face scrunches. So we'll see. Oh, that's what about you? Awesome. Have you had any good treat yourself moments? I did. So this was, I feel like this is very like, like parenting, like parenting basics. So Last week, my husband um, went on a super long day hike. So he was gone 
pretty much all day and I still had errands to run. So I, you know, took my toddler and we went to the library and then on our way from the library to Trader Joe's to pick up a couple groceries, he had fallen asleep and it was like definitely way past his nap time. I was not going to wake him up. I was going to let him sleep. So I just sat in the Trader Joe's parking lot and I listened to my small town murder podcast while my son slept. And it was honestly such a nice, just like moment of like being alone and people watching. I had this lady park next to me and it was the weirdest experience. She Well, I guess I technically parked next to her. So I parked, she got in her car, immediately took like a hit of, I don't know if it was a crack pipe or like (laughs) a marijuana pipe, unclear. Um, Interesting. At the Trader Joe's. At the Trader Joe's. And so she's, she's getting ready to, you know, back up and leave the parking lot. And there was a car that was, um behind her because there was a stop sign kind of Mm -hmm. at the intersection of where we were parked in the parking lot and so Mm -hmm. this car was waiting for their turn to go into the intersection and I don't know if she didn't realize that and she just thought they were like parked behind her car so she like laid on her horn and then when they didn't move because I'm sure there were multiple cars in front of them preventing them from moving (laughs) She proceeded to get out of her car and then, like, yell at the person in the other car. And then I think she realized, like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. And then got back in her car. And I was just like, wow, this is... Whoa. There's a lot happening here. And then I'm also listening to a podcast about murders. And I'm like, this... Okay. (laughs) Like, this is going to be on this podcast soon. Yeah, yeah. Like, this this woman is about to be on this podcast. That is funny. Well, I'm glad you had a little pocket of peace there. It was very nice. And he napped for probably, like, I don't know, 30 minutes. So I just sat, listened to my podcast. And then we went in the store, and he was in, like, a nice, happy mood. It was great. That's awesome. Yeah, that's... uh... I remember those days when Ellie used to sleep in the car and I was just like, I am not moving. I'm not risking it. Yep. <laughs> I am just going to sit here and enjoy the peace. Absolutely. I mean, if we had been like home, I would have definitely just like risked bringing him inside. But I was like, I'm not going to risk having a grumpy toddler in a grocery store. <laughs> Right, exactly. And then oh, I feel you there. I mean, I was like, I have nowhere to be. My husband's not home. All I'm doing right. is running errands. The next errand can be pushed back 20 minutes. It doesn't matter. Exactly. For sure. That's awesome, dude. I'm so glad you got that. I know. I mean, and definitely like you how many update? how many parents can relate? <laughs> oh yeah. You want to update the listeners about baby Elena? Yes. So, as of today, I am 27 weeks pregnant so officially entered my third trimester very very exciting I am honestly shocked that we're already third trimester like it doesn't seem real (laughs) I can't believe it either 
Like, it seems like this pregnancy is just flying by. Yeah, I don't know about you, but, like, to me, it feels like you're, like, 20 weeks, kind of. No, it's super weird. Like, it's super weird. It feels like it's been, like, no time at all, but... Yeah, and thankfully, I still feel great. I'm still teaching my five classes a week. I'm still working almost full-time. Like, things are still going great. Health is great. You're amazing, dude. Baby's great. So hopefully That's we stay awesome. on this trend, but... <laughs> I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. That's great. But I, I would be lying if I uh, didn't say that I'm not, like, anxious. Like, I... I I know I still have 13 weeks, but I'm like, okay, I'm ready for her to be here when she's, you know, fully cooked, obviously, but like, I'm, I'm ready. I want to, I want to meet yeah. her. I want to see her in Austin interact. Like I want it. <laughs> right. No, I totally, I totally get that. Yeah. And you just like, you, there's so many things to be anxious about. And it's like, you know, that like, once she's here, you'll be less anxious about so much stuff. So it's like, come on. yeah yeah well and there are a lot of like life changes coming up for us which are going to be really exciting and like definitely beneficial for the family so Mm -hmm. that's awesome things things are going up to the listeners we're gonna do an episode about um you know kind of a postpartum plan like how me and Lindsay are gonna really like hash it out how I can help her best and you know what what things would like bug her if I did what things (laughs) would actually be helpful and you know I'm sure that's going to change after she gets here certain things might you know ebb and flow but that's totally fine and I think it'll be cool to like you know do that in front of the microphones so people can know how to support their friends and you know ask for help and things like that well and from my perspective for that it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how it feels different the second time around and you know, I'm sure my needs are going to change. My, you know, my voice is going to change. You know, I feel like with, with my first, my first pregnancy and, you know, my first postpartum, I was really scared to like ask for help and really scared to like voice what I needed. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if it just comes with like, you know, when you're a mom and you're like confident in what you're doing you're like, okay, I know what I need. I'm okay asking for it. I know what I deserve. I'm okay asking for it. Um, right. So I, I'm curious if that, how that's going to change too, as far as like what I'm comfortable asking. Definitely. Or being straightforward yeah, about so, or whatever. Yeah, look, look forward for that. We'll have that episode soon. But today, what are we talking about, Lindsay? Well, like I alluded in the beginning, we are talking about multi-level marketing. So I will start off by um, asking you, Sophia, have you had any experience throughout your your life with any kind of multi-level marketing, whether it was when you were in high school, college, now that you're a mom? Like, what what is your experience? Yeah, you know... <laughs> I mean, besides, like, the, you know, chocolate bar fiasco they, like, pimp you out to do in elementary school. Oh, my I God, think. the world's finest chocolate. Yeah, you know that. Um, Everyone knows that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, luckily, I haven't been involved in any, um, you know, I've been pretty aware. I, I was in the era of, like, 
you know, before I joined the army, I was like getting pretty big and like, you know, I was going to the gym like four hours a day. I was like pretty swole, not gonna lie, but I can say that now because I've got like my soft mom bod. <laughs> but like that was the day of like where Instagram pages would like reach out to you and they're like, hey, we want to sponsor you. We want to rep our brand, things like that. And so I did kind of get like tangled up in some of those waters but luckily I never like got myself in a situation where like I was kind of like oh I lost money or like oh I got scammed like luckily none of that happened but I I am very thankful to say I have not been you know recruited by anybody <laughs> <laughs> what about you so actually I have never personally bought in but um, when I was in high school, this was a very big thing in like the early 2010s was there was a company, I mean, it might still be around called, uh, Cutco and they mm. sold knives. And so they would, I don't even know how they would do it. If they would like post like flyers or you would like get something sent in the mail or whatever, but it was always for like high school juniors and seniors and yeah. it would be like, hey, make $20 an hour working, you know, four hours a week or whatever it was. It was like, it, yeah. it was definitely one of those like, okay, this smells really fishy. Like, yeah. it didn't tell you what the product you were selling was. It was like, oh, come down to this seminar kind of thing. <laughs> um, yeah. So I did get one of those, which I like, even at the time, I remember reading it and being like, this is like a timeshare or like some weird, some weird cult bullshit. Like I don't want any part of this. <laughs> um, so I, I never did that, but actually one of my husband's friends in high school did, he did mm. go to the seminar and, you know, buy the knives and they were like, you know, you had to spend $200 outright and then you had to sell so many and you got like a small portion of your money back so that was my my first like foray into you know kind of what MLMs are um gotcha. and then in college the big thing especially um I was in a sorority and so you know I'm not I don't want to stereotype here but you know sororities are big on image and you know yeah. Looking a certain way. And so a lot of these girls were selling and drinking Herbalife. Mm. And so, you know, that was a big thing. Like, oh, well, if you join my team, then you can get your Herbalife for, you know, X amount of dollars. And then if you get more people to join the team, then it's even cheaper and that kind of thing. So yeah. um, there was a lot of recruiting for that, that again, I was like, this isn't sustainable. <laughs> yeah. And at the time I actually had a real job. So I was like, I don't have time for this anyway. Um, yeah. And then since I became a mom, definitely it's been targeted real hard. Like everything from makeup, jewelry, press on nails. Mm -hmm. I've also gotten the, you know, oh, let me sponsor you for your Instagram ads and everything mm -hmm. so yeah I've been you know probably the last 15 years or so been <laughs> pretty heavily 
recruited for MLMs, but I've never, never gone down that rabbit hole. Right. Well, and I don't want to make it seem like we're, you know, judgmental to those who have, because it's super predatory and like, extremely, especially, especially as moms, I think, you know, if you motherhood, you kind of like lose your purpose and you're like searching for it again. And I think a lot of companies know that and they're able to just like hook you into this opportunity and well and think of think of the way that they're you know describing it as well it's you know oh well you can do this any time of day when your child goes to sleep and you know oh it's it's very very low maintenance for you whereas you know in reality it's actually a lot of work probably more work than you know a regular nine to five because you're doing so much extra legwork yeah and then you're also building that like weird i don't know kind of like wall between like family and friends because like that's what these companies tell you to go after first to make that money and then you know people are gonna feel bad and maybe buy in but then it's like weird because now you've introduced this like business relationship into friends and family which is never good and you know, in a way, it's almost like, it's almost like an abusive relationship, you know, and like abusers, like make you isolate from your friends. Like that's kind of how MLMs work too. A little bit. Yeah. When you think about it. And then it's also like when you meet somebody and they, you know, most people, you can pretty much suss out what their, their end game is. Right. But some people, you know, you meet them and they just seem so genuine. And then it's like, oh, well, why don't you come to my house for this, like, you know, come to my house for this party or like come to my house for this thing. And then it's like, oh, it's a sales pitch. Yeah. And then you really question like, oh, like, were we even friends? Like, (laughs) was I just a mark? Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. something, Something I noticed that like MLMs are doing is like they're having the people in the MLMs like market themselves as like they're helping like if you I don't know like they're like oh help me learn this new skill by doing these things and so you're like oh yeah I'm just gonna go get my makeup done by somebody or something like that to help them hone in their makeup skills or something and then it's like a total MLM scam when you're like there and they want you to buy something and you're like okay interesting well and yeah then it's a lot of people a lot of people don't read into all the terms that they're agreeing to either um so i know a, a really common thing especially if you're doing like social media influencing um mm. is so obviously you're using your own personal social media because you know these companies reached out to you because you're have a lot of followers or you know you're popular whatever so it's like you already mm-hmm. have an established following that they are like okay we can take this following and use this person to market which mm-hmm. that's business but if you sever your relationship with that company or violate any of their numerous terms that are in the super fine print 
anything that was on your personal social media is now their intellectual property. So you are forfeiting all of your personal social media because you violated or severed your contract with the company, which I think a lot of people don't realize. Yeah. It's, it's which is Yeah, it's weird. It's so I guess for that, I would say like, okay, let's, uh, if you are doing this kind of thing, like maybe read the fine print, you know, again, no, no judgment, you know, get your, get your dollar, do what you gotta do, whatever. But, you know, just protect yourself if that's a route you're going to (laughs) go. Well, and here's the thing is like, you know, you got to find something that like fuels that passion that's like driving you to join this MLM. Like what is, what's the purpose behind it? Like, are you lacking community and that's what draws you in? Are you lacking inspiration and that's what draws you in because you don't have to do much, but you still get to kind of have fun with something that you like in general? Like, I don't know, you can just do so much more than like what these MLMs do. And I guarantee you, like if you wanted to start your own little small business, like friends and family would be like much more inclined to support knowing like 100% of the money is going to your family versus 10% of some like crappy project or crappy product that like they don't want, you know, like green tea leaves or whatever. Salt water. (laughs) It's just like, yeah, it's, oh man. I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's so weird. And, you know, you think about the kind of people that these companies are like, you know, preying on. I think you use the word predatory. And I think that's honestly a really good way to put it is, you know, it's moms who, maybe don't have a lot of free time or don't have, you know, the freedom to work outside the home or Mm -hmm. students who, you know, oh, you don't have maybe the means to go get a job. You don't have a car. You don't have 20 hours a week or whatever. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, I think predatory is the best way to put it. It's like they really know who they're marketing towards and like the kind of people that that are going to you know join these teams and join these companies and i guess i would be curious long term to see like which of these companies are actually like sustainable i mean i guess the ones that i can think of like long term would be like mary Kay or avon because they've been around forever yeah um you know Mm -hmm. they would be also MLMs like yeah old school MLMs yeah but at least they seem like you get some kind of benefits out of them I mean if you sell you know a million dollars or whatever you get the pink caddy but if you sell (laughs) if you sell you know three thousand dollars worth of press on nails like what are you really getting I mean you're probably not getting health insurance (laughs) Yeah, and a lot of people, like, I see market it as, like, oh, I love this product so much, and I wanted to share it with my friends, and that's why I've decided to team up with this company. It's like, no, just recommend it to your friends if you love it. Like, just say, hey, check this out. It's actually really cool. And done deal. You can post about it without getting involved. You can, you know, recommend to friends and family without 
turning your finances over, you know? Well, yeah. Well, so I actually gave you some, some things recently, um, that my older sister had given to me. So she and my grandmother, um, were involved in a company. I don't know if they still are called Norwex and it's like all natural cleaning products. And Mm -hmm. what she told me is like their team is just her, my grandmother and my grandma's nurse. And basically they just sell to each other. So all of them get like the discounts. (laughs) They like take turns, like hosting the parties or whatever. (laughs) And, like, they don't do, like, any outside marketing. Like, they don't try to recruit people. They don't they do not do anything else. Like, they are literally in it just so they can get their own products for cheap, which I think is a great way to do it. And she was like, I have yeah. all of this leftover product. Like, it's taking up room in my house. Just take it. And, yeah. like, honestly, I think that's the way to do it. Like, if, if you're truly passionate about a product that this company is selling, like do it that way. Don't be weird. Don't be creepy. Don't tell somebody that you're like inviting them to a party. And then it's like a three hour sales pitch. Like, don't do that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, maybe that was a cool thing to do back in the day, but like, it's just inappropriate now for everybody. Like nobody wants to do that with a family or a friend. It's just, well, and it just—it feels so disingenuous. Like, yeah, it, it just—it feels icky. It makes you, as the person who's being like sold to, feel you know, like, well, is this even a real friendship? Like, mm-hmm. do you even like me? Yeah, and just like it feels like you're being lied to, and like bringing like being told to come over under false pretenses. I don't know. All of it just yeah. feels yucky. So, I mean, again, get your bag. You do you. But I I think, honestly, they're more work than they're worth. And I think, you know, I don't know if we're allowed to quote The Office on here. But, uh, you know, there was that (laughs) famous episode where it's not a pyramid scheme. It's an inverted triangle. So, you know. That's so good. Just just think about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's it's so tough because, like, what would you recommend to somebody, like, if you had a close friend that was, like, in MLM? Like, if I was in an MLM and I was obviously, like, digging myself into the trenches, like, what do you do in that situation? I guess I would say, like, okay, let's pull out your contract. Let's see exactly what you're agreeing to. What did you sign? Uh, what are you getting? Like, what are your actual benefits for doing all this legwork? If you leave the co- company, what are your consequences? Mm-hmm. I think that that would be my my first step is like, okay, what's the exit strategy if you need one? Like, oh my gosh, yeah. it almost sounds like we're talking about like joining a cult. Like, it's <laughs> like, <laughs> what's I mean, the exit strategy? That's what it is. The only way out is in a box. Like, <laughs> I guess that that would be my my first step. Would be like, okay, let's pull out that contract. Let's take a look. What yeah. about you? What would you do? Um. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a great 
great thing to start with and then you know kind of maybe just do like a reality check like okay you know you're you are working like 10 hours a day or whatever maybe six hours a day on marketing this product and what are you making from that like what how is it comparable to just like another job because you're probably not you know giving your kid the attention you want to give them if you're doing that so you might as well just work a real job and see like you know if that would make you more money and you know I'd kind of just do some hunting on my own for my friend and I'd just be like look like this job has uh in-building daycare it has health insurance healthcare. <laughs> yeah like just all sorts of things to kind of give like I guess to give them like the reality check of like don't forget like i know your company is making you seem like this is the only way for moms to get any money and stuff like that but there's more to it i wonder too what is the like longevity of people who do mlms like i mean you're not doing it for a career i would imagine i mean again unless you're like driving the pink caddy i mean what how long do people typically stay with these companies? I would I would be very curious right. to know because I feel like a lot of the products, you know, wane in popularity. Like, I don't think I know anybody who drinks Herbalife anymore. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I don't think that's a thing anymore. Or if it is, it's like because now it's they... Like known as a trashy product. Like, if it's an MLM product, like, people don't want to buy it. Well, I was just going to say, like, I think, like, the thing now is, like, like, all the people who, like, bought into their Herbalife then, like, opened, like, Herbalife smoothie shops or something. But it's yeah. not, like, it's not, like, the same format as it was. Yeah. But, like, I can't think of, I don't know if the Cutco knives are a thing anymore. I don't know if they're still targeting high schoolers. I, so I would just funny. be curious to to know, like, how how long people are really, like, staying with these companies. Right. Well, have you watched that LuLaRoe documentary on Netflix? No, I keep meaning to. It's really interesting. And a lot of the women on there were, like, the success stories. They're, like, making $25,000 a month, like... Like, they were the top of the pyramid, and they still lost it all. Like, the company has a way of, like, tricking them into reinvesting into their business. And then by the time that happens, like, the company's not cool. Nobody wants to buy the ugly-ass leggings. Nobody wants to buy the Herbalife filled with crap. Nobody wants to buy the shampoo that makes your hair fall out. Like, Which one was that? Oh, that was, was like, Monet or remember that no it's like a hair company it's still pretty still pretty out there i see people trying to trying to hustle it still oh my god but yeah it would like make your hair fall out and give you like chemical burns on your scalp and stuff and they're like that's the best shampoo in the world like good god get on this oh my god no i didn't hear about that i was i was stuck on the herbalife 
Yeah, you're you're missing the MLM trends, I guess. Apparently, well, I'm not their target demographic. I'm not popular. <laughs> I have no following. Yeah, oh, it's just so tough. And it's like, just explore your options, you know, like start your own small business. And well, or at least really research MLM, the product. Oy. Yeah. And like, if you're going to go into an MLM, like every penny you give them, you need to be absolutely okay with completely losing. If it's a $400 buy-in, you need to be absolutely okay with never seeing that money ever again. Mm-hmm. Just in case, because, you know, you have a family, you got to protect your finances. And if you have that wiggle room and you want to do it, do it, you know? But just, it's kind of like, it really is like gambling. I was going to say, it's like playing the stock market. Yeah. It's like, you know, you go to a casino and you're like, all right. Let's pull out 500 bucks. We're going to be absolutely crazy. But we have to be okay with losing every penny of that because the chances are we probably will, you know? That's a great way to think about it. I, I like, that is definitely not me. Like, I, I have always been extremely frugal and extremely, like, (laughs) money conscious. And, yeah. Like, I, I could never take that kind of risk, like financially at all. Like that is just way too much for me. Like if I were to ever like sell a product like that, I would have to be like, like a thousand percent invested. Like this product is be all end all. Like I would die for this product. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I think it's important to remember that like, you know, men own a lot of these companies and they're pushing the narrative of the girl boss, the, you know, queen girl, you're rocking it, working mom while you stay at home. And it's just like, just reality check it and don't let men define what feminism is to you. Like, it's okay to be a stay at home mom and not bring in a paycheck. It's okay to be a mom who works a real job and you know maybe doesn't love it as much as some random product that she could sell like you know you can't allow outside people to define like what's best for your family or what you think is best for your image because like who the only people that care are like your partner and your kids well and I guess too like think of your long-term goals like yeah is doing this now just a means to an end or is it something that's gonna like actually help you for future endeavors or like help sustain Mm -hmm. your family long term I think that would be another kind of a kind of logical way to look at it is like is this good for the right now or is this good for you know the next couple years absolutely and also, Absolutely. don't sell your friends shampoo that's going to make their hair fall out. <laughs> Just yeah, no be kidding. a good friend. Don't do that. Exactly. Well, guys, let us know on social media if you've ever been wrapped up in one, if you're still in one, if you hate them, if you love them. If you think that not, we're judgmental, judgmental bitches, that's fine, too. Let us know. Yep. Yep. But yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty much all we got to say about that. Like, let us know if you do sell, what do you sell? 
How was it like for you starting out? Did you find yourself successful? Was there a large buy-in? Did it seem too good to be true? Has it been really great for you? Like, let us know. I mean, I've, I have never personally known anyone that has actually made any kind of profit. Yeah. If you are in one and you want to talk about it to us, that's great. Just don't give us a referral code because me and Lindsay are two bitches balling on a budget right now. So Absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm not. I am buying shit. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, it's rice and beans in my household for a little bit. I was going to say, you're renovating. <laughs> oh, yeah. You need the that renovation money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, we are... I'm not looking to spend any money at all. So don't even ask me, but talk to us. We are moms of minis on Instagram, moms of minis on Facebook, moms of minis pod at gmail.com. Let us know your comments, anything that you like us, that you hate us. You think we're full of shit, whatever. Let us know (laughs) and please rate and review. It really helps us, you know, drive us up the charts. We want, we want to reach a wider audience. I feel like we're relatable to everybody. So tell your friends, (laughs) (laughs) but we will be back next week for another great episode. And thank you guys for listening. We love you. Bye.